Welcome to Here's What I Hear, a podcast about reflections and tips about relationships, personal development, and connection. My name is Jesse Hipner, and I'm a counselor and coach. I believe one of the biggest parts about being human is how we are connected to other humans, connected in friendships, intimate relationships with family members, colleagues. We live and die in and out of relationships and how we are connected to others. As a counselor and coach, I have helped many couples and individuals make meaningful and even life-saving changes. In this podcast, I want to share a little bit about what I hear from week to week, and I want to share with you some of the tips about ways to work through similar issues. And so, here's what I hear. Well, thank you for being here for another episode I am so thankful for you listening, and it really means a lot to me that you would listen. And I hope that you take from today at least one small tip or one small skill or even some encouragement uh, about maybe an experience that you resonate with. So I want to share with you a story from my own life about self-confidence. And so that's what we're going to be talking about today. And I see this coming up a lot with people that I work with of how do we be more confident? How can I be more confident in a social setting or in work or in an interview or even in my relationship? How can I be more confident. And so this is a theme that I think resonates with a lot of people. And I certainly as well. When I was in my early 20s, uh, one of the first professional, if you will, uh, or kind of more career-oriented jobs that I was working in, I was in uh, a volunteer coordinator leadership position working and in, in, uh, while I was still finishing college. And I was uh, interacting with a colleague and I got some of the most helpful and also some of the hardest feedback, I think that even still to today that I've ever gotten. And what this colleague told me was that I was coming across very condescending and just overly confident that my way of trying to basically, you know, talk or lead uh, was coming off very clearly not helpful and, in fact, uh, really condescending. You know, in that moment, I can, you know, still play back the interaction in my mind and um, I can almost put myself back there and I can remember feeling that, you know, not that way. You know, I thought it was not what I was trying to, to do. It was not my intention. Uh, but regardless, you know, of our best intentions, uh, the way that we come across can be abrasive and can be uh, really hurtful to other people and really cutting down. And so I did a lot of reflection on that. And I, I went to my boss at that time and, and talked with them about you know, that interaction and, you know, they essentially echoed uh, the feedback. And so that really gave me an opportunity to, you know, really think about how would I want to, how do I want to come off to people? You know, how, how do I want to lead or interact with peers and colleagues, people above and people below me? And because of, a lot, I think, a lot of my people-pleasing tendencies back then, but also in a good way that I wanted to come across 
not at all overly confident or even really, frankly, didn't want to come across confident at all. I wanted to come across very open, very warm, very comforting, very understanding, supportive, uplifting, you know, you name it, you know, those, those types of characteristics uh, were a very high and still frankly are a very high on my list of important features that I, that I want to embody. The thing about that is that I think I took that feedback and I overly internal internalized it and over applied it to the extent that even my level of healthy self-confidence has dwindled. And then, you know, my wife would certainly, I think, attest that there are times where that unhealthy confidence absolutely still comes up. You know, being uh, homeschooled my entire upbringing and in a family uh, with um, a small business owner for a dad and uh, siblings that are pretty hard-headed as well, we're all, we all have, a, um, I think, a pretty high level of confidence. And so, but I think the, the important thing to distinguish here is, uh, uh, the difference between healthy self-confidence and frankly, arrogance. And at that time, I really had no concept, frankly, of, of either of those characteristics, arrogance or confidence. You know, that's certainly not something that was taught at all in the school that I went to. I don't think it was really much of a concept that we talked about uh, in peer groups or friend groups or things like that. And so in my mind, I equated that, you know, arrogant posture, that hard-headedness, that directive, my way is the right way, I have the best thing figured out. I really took that and, you know, applied that to all forms of confidence. And so the way that that came up recently for me is my supervisor and mentor, you know, really picked up on something recently in some of the the work that I do is, is, you know, he asked me, why am I not more confident about the work that I do with the individuals that I work with and the couples? He was giving me some, you know, really productive and positive feedback about Hey, you, what you are doing is, is the right approach. You know, you are seeing the things you are making the connections, you are helping people. Where's your confidence in that? And why the self-doubt? Why the, why the, the, uh, undercutting, uh, what you are, what you are doing. And so I've been thinking about that a lot. And as it happens to be, I think, I, at least for me, I think probably other people res resonate with this. Once you start to, you know, kind of look internally about things that you are working on, I think you start to see some of that pop up for other people. And so kind of as I've had my awareness more drawn towards this concept of self-confidence and healthy self-confidence, I've been seeing it come up with a lot of other people as well. And so I kind of put together three, three concepts here that I think are, have been really helpful for me and I think have been helpful for other other people when it comes to how to have healthy self-confidence. So the first thing is being open to feedback. Now I could put a whole episode or more out about, you know, how to, you know, give and receive feedback. There's certainly a lot out there. You know, Google would be your friend there as far as, you know, how to, uh, how to give and receive feedback. But I think that's pretty important when it comes to working on this concept of, of confidence of, of, are you open to feedback? Are you open to 
hearing how people perceive you? Are you open to listening? Are you going to be able to listen without being defensive, uh, without being arrogant back toward them, right? And so being open to feedback and being willing to adjust your approach and being willing to adjust your behavior is a really key, important piece. Now, when it comes to romantic relationships, that is huge. That is paramount. Being open to receiving feedback from the person you have given your life to, has chosen to spend your life with, or at least a considerable amount of your time in your life. If you're not willing to receive feedback from them, what are you doing? I want you to just think about that for a second. Would you be open to receiving feedback from your partner, from your spouse, from your boyfriend, from your girlfriend? And if you have a hard time saying yes, I would really encourage you to ask why. Why is it so hard for me to get feedback, to receive feedback from my partner? Okay. Secondly, I've already alluded to this, this concept of arrogance is distinctly different than healthy self-confidence. You know, I I don't think the opposite of healthy self-confidence is like unhealthy self-confidence. I think the opposite of healthy self-confidence is frankly just arrogance. You know, you come off as being the know-it-all or you come off as being, you know, everything got it all figured out, nothing to work on, nothing to change. You're not going to listen or stop for anyone. You're just going to plow through. And frankly, I I hate being around people like that. It it drives me bonkers. Um, And um, the world is full of people like that. Uh, The business world is full of people like that, small business, startup entrepreneurs, long-term companies, you name it. There's, there's uh, a lot of those types of people. You don't want to be that type of confidence. You don't want to come across arrogant. It's, it's toxic and it's uh, draining physically, emotionally, spiritually draining to be around somebody like that. And this plays into point number one is that if you get feedback from someone or if people, several people or an important person who you trust their opinion and they tell you come off as arrogant, you really need to take a mirror and examine what's going on there. Why is your concept of confidence coming across arrogant? Okay. We want to develop healthy self-confidence, healthy self-confidence. And lastly, this is going to sound a little bit contradictive, but I want to expand on it a little bit. Healthy confidence can be abrasive even when done well. What do I mean by that? Because I just talked about how, well, if it comes across abrasive, maybe it's arrogance and we don't want to do that. What I mean by that is that depending on the person you're with or the people you're around, your healthy self-confidence can be a turnoff to people. You know, uh, uh, there's, people, there's people that do this really well. Um, I think it's much far and for you between, but you maybe you get like a feeling of, of jealousy or contempt or, you know, judge, judgy, right? But it's not because they're arrogant or that they are overly confident or that they are mean or unkind, but there's something about them that you're like, 
when you really dig in, you're like, I want that. I want that level of healthy self-confidence. And that can sometimes feel distancing. It can feel like you might be putting people off. And that's, I think, kind of for me personally, a hard thing to reconcile with those other characteristics I mentioned at the beginning of the episode of I want to be a peacemaker, I want to be a joiner, I want to be a connector, I want to lift people up. But you also, you can't have everything, right? And so everybody is has agency over their own emotion, their own response, their own way of how they interact with other people. And if you are working on healthy self-confidence and you start to know that some people interact with you differently, that could be part of what's going on there is that it's more about them than you. So I just want to put that caveat there as well. Again, that also though has to go back to point number one about getting feedback and trusting those that you're getting the feedback from, right? And being at least in conversation and dialogue. Um, obviously, I'm going to put a plug in here for that's a great place where a facilitator, professional guide, a counselor, a coach, <laughs> somebody to journey along that process with you would come in really well. If you haven't checked it out already, I would love to invite you to join uh, one of my workshops. In particular, I want to talk about Thrive. By the time this episode comes out, Thrive will probably be closed. Um, so just follow along for the next time that that program opens up. It's a weekly coaching program all about relationships, personal development, life goals, and concepts like this, amongst many other things that we talk about. I've also got in the show notes a few other links about how to connect with me. I always love to offer a free consultation, uh, no strings attached, just opportunity to connect with me and bounce some ideas off of, maybe apply this a little bit more directly to your own life. Do not hesitate to take advantage of that. That's a free session with me uh, that I would love to connect with you virtually and hear about how this might be resonating with you. Well, thanks again so much for listening and uh, subscribe, like, and share, you know, how that helps boost the algorithm. So if you enjoyed this, give some interaction with it on wherever you're listening and tune in next time. Well, thanks for listening to another episode of Here's What I Hear. I hope you resonated with some of the things you heard and you took away a few tips and suggestions that I shared with you. I truly believe that we can all obtain thriving relationships and thriving connections and thriving development to reach those goals that we're working after. And to help you on that journey, I have a couple free worksheets on my website that I would love for you to download. Simply go to my website, jessehibner.com. That's J-E-S-S-E-H-U-E-B-N-E-R.com. One quick note about liability. I am not your counselor. I just need to say that because if you think I'm your counselor, that's probably a good indicator you need counseling. Of course, if you're in the Denver metro area, feel free to reach out for a consultation call. But just listening to my tips and suggestions on this podcast does not equate to being in treatment with anyone, including with me. Lastly, and most importantly, if you are struggling with thoughts of wanting to kill yourself, wanting to die, or feel like there's no way out, you need to get help immediately. A good option is frankly the emergency room, or if you're in the United States, you can call 800-273-8255. And last, but certainly not least, I would love for you to tune in every week 
we're going to drop a new episode of this podcast every week. So hit that subscribe button. I'd also love your rating and a review if you've really resonated with this podcast episode today. Well, again, I'm so glad that you joined us and I hope you tune in next week. Thank you.